What's good, everybody? This episode of the podcast is sponsored by DistroKid. They are the go-to for digital music distribution and the easiest way for musicians to get your music onto Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, TikTok, YouTube, and more. They offer unlimited uploads, and artists keep 100% of their earnings in stores 10 to 20 times faster than any other distributor. Fastest payouts. They help out with automatic splits, cover song clearance, and all kinds of other amazing tools and templates to help you get the most visibility for your releases. I dig this company and really appreciate their business model that offers more features than any other distributor at the most affordable price possible for solo musicians, bands, studio artists, DJs, and any other creators that are producing music in their home. And they also offer label services as well. They're distributing over a third of the world's digital music at this point. And the best part about DistroKid sponsoring the podcast is that they are offering Dan Cable Presents listeners 30% off your first year of membership, making their already affordable services even cheaper. Check out the link in the episode notes. I will also put it in my Instagram bio in the link tree. Click that link and it will give you 30% off your first year of service. Super stoked to have DistroKid sponsoring the podcast and can't thank them enough for their support of this thing. This episode of the podcast is also sponsored by Produce Row Cafe here in Portland, Oregon. This has become one of my favorite local hangs because they have free music every Wednesday night from 6 to 8 p.m. and Sunday afternoons 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. They are located in inner southeast Portland, and not only do they offer free music on their their large patio setup, but they've also got a killer brunch menu from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. The French toast and the breakfast sandwich are lights out, and I can't really do much alcohol personally, but I love their Virgin Bloody Marys, and they've got some other mocktails for folks like me as well, as well as the the real deal cocktails, mimosa flights, and all the goods. So come on out for brunch or come out in the evening for the new warm weather cocktail menu featuring lots of fresh fruits and vegetables, tons of outdoor patio space, and good eats. Big thanks to Produce Row Cafe for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Let's do it. What is good, everybody? Welcome to another volume of I Dig Records with my cousin Bobby. A Dan Cable Presents podcast coming at you once again. This time around, volume 21, we are talking about the rap duo Mother Nature and their recent release, Seasons, which is available now on all of the streaming services. A killer record made with the producer Boathouse. Stoked to dive into this one. If you want to help support this podcast in a free way, you can do so by clicking subscribe on iTunes, clicking write a review, giving the podcast five stars if you feel like it is deserving of so, and that will help propel this thing into the tops of those iTunes charts, which will give it more visibility. 
on the national and international levels, helping strangers find the podcast and just a great way to contribute to the sustainability and the growth of this thing. Appreciate all the folks that have already taken the time to do that. If you're listening elsewhere, you can just go ahead and hit like or follow wherever you're listening from. The podcast is available on Spotify now if that's your preferred spot to listen to things. And you can also find some monthly playlists being dropped on Spotify every first of the month. Those are available. And recently, I just made a bunch of genre-specific playlists as well, which are kind of compiled of a lot of those songs featured on the monthly playlist. So that link will be in the episode notes, my Spotify profile there. You can go ahead, hit like and follow there so you know when new playlists come out. And in the episode notes, I will also include the links to the Dan Cable Presents t-shirts and mugs and the Instagram handles for my cousin, Bobby, and his bands, High Pulp and Sun King, as well as his record label, Inside Voices. I know they got a new track dropping from Watson Moon coming out this Friday, so give that a follow as well. And if you're new to the programming here, you can find fresh episodes of the Dan Cable Presents podcast coming at you every Friday where I'm usually in conversation with an artist or a band featuring music of all genres. This Friday, stay tuned for a conversation with Portland-based hip-hop producer Free Tillman. Last week, I had Black Alex, rapper, MC out of Long Island, New York on the show. And the week before that, 40 Feet Tall, Portland-based rock and roll band was on the show. Super fun band hang. Lots of laughs on that one. So stay tuned for more conversations every Friday. And then these volumes of I Dig Records every other Wednesday appearing in this Dan Cable Presents podcast feed. And if you're in the Portland, Oregon area and you want to come see some free music, Produce Row is the spot every Wednesday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And every Sunday from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., free music going on, usually singer-songwriters or folk Americana duos, as well as hip-hop producers, DJs, and some jazz as well going on over there at Produce Road. This Sunday, July 11th, got Blair Borax and New Victorian there, a couple singer-songwriters. And then Wednesday, July 14th, you got former guest of the podcast, Sherbert, who's a great hip-hop producer. He will be there doing a DJ set with his dude, Ida No. July 18th, hip-hop producer Gaspar will be there doing a DJ set. And looking even deeper into the July calendar, July 25th, my cousin Bobby will kick off a week-long residency there at produce row so sunday july 25th he will be spinning a bunch of vinyl on his own and then july 28th is the big dan cable presents birthday party i'm turning 36 and we're having a shindig at produce row i'll be doing a dj set my cousin will be doing a dj set and my buddy quaz dj sunday blue will also be doing a set there so that's july 28th Plenty of good music going on at Produce Row, so come enjoy some food, some drinks, and some free music every Wednesday and Sunday down there. Website and Instagram handle for Produce Row will be 
with the rest of the episode notes. And with that, we are going to get in to volume 21 of I Dig Records talking Mother Nature Seasons, a recent 2021 release. Let's do the damn thing. I just want everybody to know that I Dig Records. I dig records, bro. I dig records. Bro. What is up? <laughs> Heat wave edition. Heat wave edition. <laughs> what was this? Twenty one. Uh, this is the um, the legal drinking age here wow. in the United States for this uh, this here volume of I dig records. Twenty first edition. You know, we uh, last week. We dove into a little bit of my debauchery on my 21st birthday and how I only made it a few hours before I was puking in a Denny's parking lot and then just inc- incredibly hung over for my entire birthday and yeah. didn't didn't really do shit on the actual uh, mm-hmm. the day. So what was your 21st birthday experience? Mine was like yours except for minus the, the puking and all that. I oh. just didn't do shit. I didn't do shit at all because you were just super hungover no i don't know it wasn't a big deal you know you start i like i wasn't really like trying to go to a bar or anything yeah and like i drank you know before that so it was like it was just like whatever i don't really like birthdays you know it's not my thing um what's what part? Like, do you not like the attention of Yeah, of I don't the like situation? the attention and all that. Okay. You know, I feel like, yeah, it's like, if I get my birthday how I want it, it would just be that no one would ask me to do anything all day. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I'd just be like, I'd just be like, yeah, you know, I don't need to drive anywhere. I don't need to respond to any text messages. <laughs> I, you know? I hear you. I hear you. I just, you know would like to watch a game and uh, maybe play some music and, you know, have a nice, nice meal. But that's about it. Keep it low key. So I don't really, yeah, I really don't. I mean, I remember on my 21st birthday, I had dinner with my, my mom and maybe my dad and we just like sat there. I don't know. Dave came over probably. <laughs> my girlfriend was probably there. You know, it's yeah. just like, it's whatever. Yeah. So how's that for a fucking anticlimactic story? I mean, also, the, I think the the deal is the 21st birthday can be, like, if you don't care about going to a bar, you've probably already done a considerable amount of drinking. Especially yeah, exactly. if, if you went to a college that you you stayed at, you know, you moved away from home. Right. You know, you're getting you're getting it in for a few years. Before that, yeah. that legal drinking it wasn't age my, actually hits. My first beer. Yeah, right. it wasn't like, oh, this is the first time I get to do this. Yeah. So, you know, but who knows how the podcast will do? It's the podcast might wild out and puke all over like you did, because it's twenty one now. It's turning twenty one. It has turned twenty one. Uh, I hope it pukes up um, goodness and, and positivity as this. Uh, as this record that we're about to dive into, I feel mm-hmm. like does, you know, we got a positive one, lots of, lots of uplifting, uh, lyrics and, 
and uh, a deep dive into consciousness, I feel like, with this Mother Nature record. Tell. Yeah, what's the record called? Uh, it's listen. called Seasons from Mother Spelt. Nature. It's S-Z-N-Z. Z. Z. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a, a duo out of Chicago. They made this entire mixtape with uh, this dude. With this dude, Boathouse, producer. Mr. House Boat. Yes. And Chicago rap, always. You know, Chicago music. Uh, I feel like still gets slept on. People, for some reason, think about, like, New York and L.A. And uh, Chicago has been so instrumental in all forms of music jazz hip-hop rock everything blues um you know so i've even just in our lifetime right i mean kanye like and before that common do or die you know twista Mm -hmm. um i mean and then chance and then we just chance was kind of the chance after the person to follow up the the kanye boom and mick yeah and and mick's association with chicago was different right because he's from the south i think he's from the south yeah but he like i think he went to high school in chicago yeah but you're right and then then there's the the other side of that is you know you have like wilco yeah from there tortoise um the whole the whole like jazz scene in chicago right now is killing with international anthem and you know makai mccraven yeah um you know all of the all of the things going on there jamie branch and then there's a um, bunch of chicago punk bands as tons well. of chicago punk of bands like, kind of that street punk and and skate punk that's come out of there rise against us from there oh really yep i didn't know that and then house music which you gave me such a cool education on house music a brief education i will say um, for the I listeners have, i still have a lot to learn but we were because was up here yeah we should be doing this podcast 24 hours <laughs> 24 hours ago but it was 108 degrees in seattle and like 115 in portland and you had access to ac down there and you got like an hour of sleep because it was so fucking oh, hot and you were like, "Fuck this! Let's uh, let's do this differently." Yeah. The, so respect to that. I don't know where the thought process was to continue to just go on this trip. I just, for mm-hmm. some reason, didn't think it was going to be that bad in the house. Mm-hmm. I think with the the style of house that you live in, there's this unfortunate thing where there's not a lot of windows that can actually open yep. on the house. It's like so an old house. It doesn't really uh, it doesn't really catch a breeze anywhere. <laughs> no, no, it's just sort of it just sort of sits, you know. But also, like, the gnarliest heat wave in Pacific Northwest history. History, yeah. Yeah. Like, three I don't know what the consecutive days of record-breaking heat in Portland, each day getting hotter and hotter. It is uh, it's starting to cool down today, which is nice. Which is it's kind of that situation where it's 90 degrees outside, and but that feels, feels nice. significantly nicer yep. than 110. Yeah. So I mean, I saw a lot of people bullshitting, trying to cook eggs on a skillet outside and really um, you saw people doing that 
Was it successful? I didn't, I didn't physically see it. I saw it more on, on the gram, things of this nature, you know, on the on, right, the, on right. social media and whatnot. Um, some people did seem to make it happen. It just took a very long time, like 20 minutes later, you know. Hey, if it's cooked, it's cooked, you know. Yeah, patience. Yeah. Patience in the But, heat. yeah, that was gnarly. So we were going to do this podcast in person, but right. while you were here, we were laying outside because it was only like, you know, it was like 11 p.m. and it was like 90 degrees, <laughs> whereas the house was like 100 degrees. Right. And we were listening to some house music, and that is all from Chicago. Yeah. Much, so, uh, yeah, you exposed me to a bunch of stuff that's, like I was telling you, was stuff that I would not register as house music and these these songs that had a lot more depth than what i had been introduced to as yeah. house music or, or maybe i i think that's also just being very very ignorant to the entire genre and and only understanding the the basic um i don't know having a very basic understanding of what house music is and yeah, just I think labeling it's, it's, it as something that is is really uh, I don't know. It's it's really it's just like it's really limiting. Else. It's really limiting it, to what I thought. It's it like was. anything else though that like if you like like once it it was it starts underground and then it blows up and then it gets commodified and then it turns into you know, shit that you hear at JCPenney or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's not... I mean, the same thing is true of, like, really all genres have been, you know, JCPenney-ified, you know, where it's just like... Yeah. You know, so you listen to... Like, you might hear House, especially, if, like, the idea of House might sound like, like I said, like, you think of Blue, Daba D, Daba Die. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> you hear that... Doom, doom, and it's like and that is definitely a part of house is is like the big kicks like that but like there's so much like i mean we're talking about sampling and stuff when we're talking about house and we're talking about uh you know music that came from the black community in chicago in the like late 70s early 80s after sort of disco got you know, uh, it was sort of a response, I guess, to disco being gone too. Um, and it was sort of like a repurposing of disco in a way, you know, but using this like, specifically the TR-909 uh, drum machine. And, you know, just, it's like, just again ingenuity i mean the 909 was available at all these pawn shops because it had really commercially failed it was like if you wanted a drum machine like the 909 was supposed to be this thing that it never wound up being they thought it was going to do way better than it did and you could go to any pawn shop in in chicago or any city whatever and you could buy one of those for i don't know however much money but it was like affordable and accessible because it had failed and like disco music they were sampling a bunch of like disco records and a lot of disco records i was telling you from italy too um because disco was still mighty popular in italy 
after it had fallen out of style here in the States. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, ingenuity of, of taking things and repurposing them and saying, okay, this drum machine that you guys think is shit and, and this disco music that you guys think is out of style, like watch how I flip this and this is now it, you know? This is now the, the new burgeoning, I think that's the right word, uh, genre of music. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about hip hop and how did you find this record? Mother Nature. So the Mother Nature record was something that that just came up in my new releases when it came out in May. On are you Spotify or Apple Music? On Apple Music. And mm-hmm. that's something I, I usually check every Friday. And I try first, you know, I'll do my quick ads for later. The, the yeah. stuff I'm gonna check out later. And maybe like the the bigger name stuff. And then I like to try to find the stuff that I don't recognize mm-hmm. and at least check out a track off of each thing or at least whatever it kind of pulls me in with the How many records does it give you on like, is it based off of your listening and all that? Yeah, absolutely. You can go deeper on it, but I think it probably puts about 20 albums in the feed, if not 30. Okay. Well. And you know, I would say 50% of it I'm not usually very familiar with. So I'll at least right. check out, I'll click on it, check out what the genre is right, and right. and give it a go. And this is just one of the records that I happened to find on one of those Fridays in May. And I ended up listening to it on repeat several times. It was when I was still working at the bakery. So I would love to, you know, find a record and and just do my work and frost cakes. So if I could find something that felt really good and just seem to keep things moving pretty heavy and, and I was, and I was quickly able to, uh, you know, pick up on some of the lyrics and and the headiness and some of the, Mm -hmm. the positivity and inward reflection that was happening there. And, and just, uh, between their, their back and forth quickly really dug the, the chemistry and the, you know the contrast of their their two styles and voices which yeah. uh you've got Cleva and you have Truth are the two MCs. Mm-hmm. I do not know which one is which so I apologize mm-hmm. to them if they are listening but I But you're both dope. Yeah, I listened to this record on repeat though, man, even though it's you know it's 14 tracks and 42 y- minutes. You and I have talked about a lot of records on here. Mm-hmm. that are really built for that front-to-back experience. And I will not say that this one is not, because I do think there are some cool sequencing moments. But I mm-hmm. think that this is a record you could also just put on shuffle, and you're yeah. not going to lose too much of the experience at all. Yeah. It's like a collection of songs. Yeah. You know, like, and the order that they occur in doesn't, add or take away from from them you know however the first track antisocial yeah which i did quite a bit and really uh i like that moment let me just bring up bring up some lyrics here uh, measuring progress by protest i don't see shit mm-hmm. getting better pause my nature i'm a creator cut out the cadence for this occasion i'm gonna remain an equal engager that's one yeah. of my my favorite lyrical moments so um there's that but from that 
the transition into to track two, I think is mm-hmm. is really dope. And that's like a sequencing, you know, a sequencing moment that uh, does yeah, only a little skit. Yeah, and that one kind of only only happens that way if you do listen to it in order so it's not that there like i said there's there are some some cool sequencing moments and i think that is that is one of them Talking conscious with chaos. I've been guided by letters, my vision board like a seance. Staying steady for temperature like the rise with the weather. Measuring progress by protest. I don't see shit getting better. Pause my nature. I'm a creator, can yeah. I cadence for this occasion? I'm yeah. a remaining yeah. equal engager. Uh. Yeah, look in amazement, uh. Look how we raise you niggas in danger. I ain't your savior, I'm too unstable. I'm with the gang, I got the bang, I'm ready to pump. All thinning, all winner, all minute, all winners. Is also a uh, a cool element to a record listening experience because I think there's a lot of records that we have done where if you didn't listen in order you're gonna miss so much of it, you know? Yeah, totally. You like totally. you really need that context. Totally. So that is how I stumbled upon it. Uh, a little background on these two: they met in 2011 at the University of Illinois building a sisterhood fighting Illini <laughs> and uh, they, they built this sisterhood as MC educators and sharing a vision of healing and transforming communities through hip hop they activated this vision by founding their nonprofit, which is called Mother Nature Inc cool. and it houses the miseducation of hip hop is their big program which is a music based youth development program so this whole program is uh is about understanding hip-hop by using it as a foundation of scholarship and performance and entrepreneurship so they have all of these you know like after school type programs that uh, are breaking down barriers and embracing hip-hop culture and you know like redirecting that consciousness towards community and creating sustainable healing and just like people processing their trauma and i read in one article that they really try to focus on bringing young men in to just find some way to tap in for these people to express what they are going through in in some form of art or poetry just understanding the the weight that that can have for them to have some some area to process this so while i really dig this music i think what they are doing is bad with this whole non-profit and mm-hmm. is is probably 
even more important than than the music yes props to both of them i mean i'll put all the links in the in the episode notes for anybody that like wants to dive deeper into uh to what they're about and like how they're they're doing all this yeah and when people have you know you, you you don't really i don't think you can't really make genuine art just like in an isolated like vacuum like it has to be a thing that's like inseparable from your life you know what i mean and like you know that's a pretty obvious way that shows how deep their connection is with the art form and uh that it's not like you know it's not this isn't about convenience or anything you know what i mean this isn't like a hobby you know this is like a lifestyle a way of seeing the world a way of understanding the world um and you know i'm a firm believer that whatever you're passionate like truly like your soul is passionate about it'll teach you everything you need to know about anything. So like whether you're a basketball player or you're a jazz drummer or you like making robots or some shit, like, you know, like whatever, you know, um, or you're a chef. If you are like fully invested in that from the, from the like bottom of your soul, then you'll learn everything you need to learn about people, about forgiveness, Mm -hmm. about, adversity about all that so it's cool i didn't know that about them um so i think that 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 makes me feel like they're coming from a real like intentional place you know yeah and i think also you know just a part of their focus also is is just helping these people with dream building you know setting big goals for themselves and i think that focus is so important i would imagine you know in those marginalized communities to to see people that are there to to talk about those things and like cultivate those things in in like what can be like a pretty dark place or even a war zone at times Mm -hmm. because i don't know if this is true for you but found for for most people pursuing a path of their own it's it's important to to see people that are actually doing the thing to make it tangible for yourself yeah, sometimes you know you got to be able to see yourself you got to be able to see someone else and then see yourself as where they are you know yeah and yeah. otherwise it's like oh shit like is this even possible like right where do i even go you know like and and you kind of sometimes you know, you develop that deep desire to want to be around people like that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to, to see how they operate. So I think it's just, and people, man, people need, need, need community, you yeah. know, like need, like it's, uh, you know, we all need community and we all need, uh, you know, ability to express ourselves, you know, and I'm, it's cool too that like, you said they're trying to tap into like the the some of the the male identifying folks because like for us dudes sometimes it's very hard to like you know even know what we're feeling let alone express it you know what i mean 
because we sort of lose that emotional literacy throughout our childhood you know what i mean and then you're just like you, yeah it's like before you even like it's hard enough to express it but like damn you don't even know what you're feeling to be able to express it mm. and just like yeah allowing yourself to like i know for me like art was really helpful to like tap into like that you know what i mean and not in a like not in like a wishy-washy way but like like playing jazz drums for me was like really is you know like a process of like re-understanding parts of myself you know what i mean so that's super dope that they're doing that because <clears throat> everybody needs some help yeah man i mean i've i've also uh experienced the same having that those the music or the writing for as an outlet to like mm -hmm. understand myself more and you know speak some truths on on papers like but you know what's uh, super dope open is your that eyes. this uh this record is just full of just like bangers oh yeah like every it's, song is just like 808s and and like you know the big like big drops fat fat subs running hi-hats it makes sense that like if you were listening to this while you were at work in a pretty dare i say boring monotonous job that you were working where you could like put this on and it maybe makes the time move a little faster yeah i mean it definitely helps you lock into something i think this is like such a cool summertime feel good mm -hmm. record you know mm -hmm. put it on while you're you're hanging with people in and uh yeah there's there's uh there's some bars too yeah this is a record i'd like to like put on if i was like like playing basketball you know at oh the park. yeah you put this on uh, while you're playing some three on three or something and going on a run at the gym yeah yeah this is work music like like hands off i hope you are holding on to your seat and and i don't have somebody near to you that's gonna allow you to 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 take all of this in because we about to knock your face i doubt it to the fifth dimension we ain't got no limits to this vision we evolved who you trying to Off. And then also, man, Goofy's. Stepping at the portal, I'm a mortal. Please don't tell me shit. All my own demons keep a blicky in my mothership. Focused on expansion, ain't no time for tantrums. When you play this back, it's probably be your favorite anthem. Chances, niggas scared to take one. I do we manage? Give our praises to the greatest one. Gotta take advantage. It's amazing where we 
can't pull off. It's all the sound like exhaust. I'm shopping online, fuck house. I'm gonna treat like luck house. I bought a t-shirt for three G's. Cardio friends when you see me. Don't run out behind and out freebies. I think they explore like a, a quite a few different dynamics as far as attitude. Mm -hmm. As far as the, the tracks that uh, they end up spitting over. Uh, you mean like as far as the beats? Yeah, and and just their uh, their their shifts in the dynamics pockets that as they, they get into to each right. beat, and um, you know, because because Goofy's is also one of the angstier mm -hmm. vibes. Yeah, I love it. And this one has valet on it. Yeah, who and I was, uh, is a I was checking out some. Of, yeah, I was I checked out a couple of of his tunes earlier today just to, to right. get some reference for it. Right. I want to I want to listen to all of it now. Okay, hell yeah, yeah. Like I want to I want to know more because I thought it was really good. Yeah, valet. Very cool. Yeah, and and he's from Chicago and was a signee is a signee I don't know but on Good Music which is Kanye's label. Yeah, it looked like he had a pretty big following. Yeah. And then Sir uh, Michael Rocks on Clouds. Oh, man, Clouds is also a vibe. Are you? Were you a Cool Kids fan? You ever listen to Cool Kids? I just know the name. I'm not super familiar. Man, I used to really like the Cool Kids a lot. I remember is that listening where, is to them that where a lot. He's from? Yeah. Back in like high school, I listened to them a good amount. Can't be rich and hate nigga, don't mix. Remember I lost a pack and I was so sick. Now I'm back to back with all the vultures. White gold and big boats and oceans. Ran like some road sheets to get paid. Soon as niggas hit this stage, the shit changed. Damn things be different when you in sixth grade. I just wanted to rap and get a big chain. Nowadays it's all about your exit. You gon' drop the ball or you protect it. More money and houses on the checklist. Niggas wanna be down cause my connections. All I know is we getting rich, so watch us. Rap niggas on cap shit, but not us. You would think we was geese cause we do not duck. Unless you the police cause we do not trust. You Put the 20 in your Honda I'm getting a bunch of money in Rwanda Big change of plans in my conduct I fan the flame and you gone Quit playing me man, you're not a donor When you think we don't, we got it on us Booking reservations on the phone Cause you knowin' the money is my aroma I'm a Kano Ohana, we in Waikiki I just bust a 10-piece on the CC Don't trust these girls cause they be sneaky Bougie, but boycott the Gucci Seen things like preteens who smoke weed Little niggas with nose rings and gold teeth So you know, like face the coke blunt. You get Put a stick in his hand and watch You know, you can up. see that they're all pretty tapped into uh, Like, you know, the scene You know what I mean? The right. like, larger, like, community I'm trying to remember if the cool kids are from Chicago um, Man, they got a yeah, they got a lot of good looks for this record. Yeah, dude. Like the, as far as this the, album, the bake the, sale by Cool Kids was the jam. As far as the the coverage that was done, yeah, on I this saw record, it on Complex. You know, mm hmm. They yeah, some some big outlets covered this, and a lot of uh, supporters like Jamila Woods. Oh the yeah, free, the Free Nationals. Mm hmm. You know, just showed them love for this record but they also i guess after they started this non-profit and they started putting out some tunes of their own they yeah. had the opportunity to open for run the jewels word that makes sense they have that sort of like aggressive thing going on that fits you know like it's like very like hype yeah i feel like the run the jewels thing maybe comes across in a song like static mode mm-hmm 
mm-hmm. where it gets mm-hmm. very ratchety, aggressive. As far as the beat, and then yeah, matching that energy on the vocals. thinking about how you know I'd be curious to see them on their next record like just pull a a 180 and go on some like minimalist beats you know because what they're talking about is is cool and they have great flow and it's like I, I just like the avant-garde, you know what I mean? So I'd be curious to see them go over some like minimalist or some more like abstract stuff, you know? Some of these like drumless beats, you know? Mm. Some of this sort of like, some of this like Griselda stuff or some of this like Earl stuff, you know? Um, just cause I feel like that would like further differentiate it from other stuff. Cause I guess that's like, if I have a critique of it, of the record, it's like, it could e- it easily can you know if you're not paying attention can sound like a bunch of other shit you know what i mean like i'm looking for that xxx factor you know and i think it's no shortcoming of either of the mcs and i don't think it's boathouse's beats cuz the beats are like super super hidden but i think sometimes the combination of those is not the most like you know risk risk taking choice and I don't think they, that anybody needs to be taking risks on the principle of taking risks. But I think that's just what I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's something that's, that's like more avant garde. That's my shit. Yeah. I, I, like, right. I like the weird shit. You know what I mean? So I'd be, I'd be curious to see like what they would do over something like, you know, some like abstract minimalist like guitar loop, you know. Yeah, because they have sort of this like psychedelic thing, like little little moments at times that have this sort of like cloud rap vibe, which right. I love, and I think that that can translate really in a cool way. You yeah, know? yeah. You talking about this, I feel like that is, uh, dare I say, in their nature. Oh, you know, it seems like that would be a progression. Yeah, that would happen, but also with the level of. Uh, positivity and whatnot not not that that can't be achieved in some of the avant-garde stuff you're talking about it seems like that seems to be where where the energy is at right now and yeah. that is easier to communicate sometimes maybe to the large masses totally in uh in this style yeah and if you're trying to that's the thing like if you're trying to like you know be uh if you're trying to reach a lot of people like you know something like like this is more like within a certain vernacular that like makes sense you know what i mean like love go 
it's just that more in that that feel yeah. good pocket and this is a vibe like oh yeah yeah this sounds like some um there's this thing about this record that reminds me of like the early 2000s as well and I, that's like when i grew up like that was like the hip-hop that i was raised on was like late 90s and early 2000s yeah and and the production on this like reminds me of something that like would be like a i'm trying to think of like it could be like ludicrous you know or like ashanti or something you know which are totally different but i can hear them both on it listening to this it was hard for me to pinpoint or throw like heavy comparisons to i guess as far as the voices which i really loved yeah i think that's true i think that's one of the strongest points too is like both of them are really and the way that they work together like that's something that i feel like both you and I like is uh, like rap groups like Wu-Tang obviously and then you know Outkast or whatever and the way that two MCs will work together is it's like when you listen to two like jazz musicians that are having a conversation you know exactly I mean that's also that's where I was gonna take it is how special is the rap duo oh yeah you know it's X Factor man X factor. And, and just, uh, I think, I think that's, what's impressive to me about this record is, is there is, uh, there's such a high bar for mm-hmm. rap duo. Oh yeah. You know, try oh, yeah. Fife yeah. and Q-tip. Yeah. Outcast. You know, Outcast, the goats run the jewels. Yeah. Run the jewels you know and and i think that it's also probably just a credit to if you'll count trios this, this, the this stuff being like real authentic like just pure authenticity yeah you can tell that i mean yeah this isn't like 
I don't I don't believe that either of them were like I'm going to start rapping at the age of like 22 and I've never listened to rap. <laughs> like you know it's like like you can tell that they've they both like grew up listening to rap. Yeah, and maybe maybe they're new to the to the world in in some respects but they've also been working together for at least 10 years together that's what i'm saying yeah exactly so it's like you can tell that, that they're just yeah. in it yeah they're in it that chemistry probably just exists and lives in their whole dynamic making music or not yeah and this is not their first record but this is their longest record but they put yeah, out a bunch of shit. I didn't. Dude, I have 20, not twenty. I've not heard anything prior to this. Portals is tight. Portals. Yeah, it's a vibe. You want to play that one? Should we play oh, just, a jam? Uh, I mean, the they got the record. Oh, Portals. Um, if or we're gonna play a, a jam, though, jam? I think I uh, I like tree huggers. Let's do tree huggers. feels like just the beat this has got that little cloud rap thing but like also like feels like something that like i could hear like chingy or like jaquan or like something like or like murphy lee or something like some like some st louis like early 2000s this is what that feels like to me as well and it feels like it's on that level if not higher too. Like yeah. It's, uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not out here, you know, saying that Chingy's the God. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I understand. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like the jam that should be on your kick it playlist mm-hmm. for when people come through. Yeah, totally. And you know, you gotta love a good song about smoking weed. Like, you know, you brought trees to match my trees. I like that. I brought trees, but it doesn't look like you brought trees to match my trees. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. 
<laughs> I'm a late night blunt guy. Once this Vic is, starts rolling uh, them, they just don't stop. Tree Huggers is actually kind of sets in motion my favorite section of the record because the, the follow-up to that is Moments. Yeah, and Moments and is another one that I really like. This is maybe my my favorite track. And to me, this is like, this is really tapping into the 90s thing. And I don't mean to put them into decade, whatever, like, you know, none of that means anything, but it's helpful as like a- But you're talking about also like tapping it, like if you're saying 90s, you're talking about tapping into what people refer to as the golden era of hip hop too. So oh, yeah. the, by no means, no, it's a time. I just thing. think that they're all dynamic. Like this, this record does like, it, it, it does stuff that's like, pretty modern and then I, it does at times remind me of that early 2000s stuff that i grew up listening to and then it also like songs like this are like really totally like just 90s sort of like but it's still it's like boom bap but it still has this like like synthy thing you know that's like very not you know you don't get you get beats that feel like this in the 90s but you don't get beats that actually sound like this yeah, this is like one of those tracks where I feel like there's the undeniable confidence too to what they're doing, especially when you get into that that second verse around 109. Mm-hmm. they get into and in the, with the right right like at the end yeah. of every, every every bar is super like it just pulls you in also i think that there's a i think when you're approaching so much of this lyrically as this uh you know, just this stream of consciousness for your observations for the world and like also your own internal reflection. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's real, there's real work in that. Yeah. That it, that maybe, you know, isn't involved in maybe some of the more like braggadocious or hype shit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, what are what are some of your other favorite tracks on this one? Uh, Clouds and Goofies, mm-hmm. and then Tree Huggers. Those are probably my three favorites. But a song like Source Code, yeah, is what feels to me like some of this more like current vibes. You know, like this. I love I love how like. This beat's really sleek, you know? It feels like, it almost sounds like something that like, you would hear Drake go over, you know? 
and the way that um, Boathouse uses the 808s in a really sparing way. That's something I've really known to or grown to appreciate about producers is like to like not just have the 808 blasting the whole time. That's something that like I love about Tyler um, is you know his uh, attention to detail specifically on like kick drums and, and 808 subs is that if you if you do this like pull push and pull thing with the 808 where you're not putting it in all the time um like in source code like there's you're not really hearing any 808s from like from like 106 all the way until like let's see one whatever it's like 30 seconds with no 808s and then but it's still the the, the pulse is still going so so strong because of all the hi-hats and the the kick drums and then after that 30 seconds he starts splicing in the the 808s again and it's just like when you when you're listening to this in your car or like in uh some some place with a sub it's like you forget that it wasn't there and then it comes in you're like oh shit that's it you know and that's just you know i mean I still feel like production is like such an overlooked part of, of all music and uh, I think a song like this is a, a good example of how to be like you know subtle and intentional because you don't want the producer to be going like too busy you know changing up too much stuff but subtle variations keep the song moving we can vibe in the fourth dimension mm-hmm yeah, I think I think Murph Watkins like his verse is tight too. He kills it. Living it up inside a dimension. On the side with the princess, my sense of pride is extensive. With all intents and purposes, I like vibing and riding high. I despise when it's tension. I like things in the forefront, so I slide to dimensions. I may slide to the source once I cut ties and I'm trenches. Getting wise with intentions, using all five of my senses. For instance, I read them a sentence. They made me condemn and go pin it on Pinterest. The limited edition. I've been a magician. I've been up against the world as thorough as I is. I just meditate. Mind moving fast, so I set a pace. Dope, but I know life ain't just no cheddar race. I grow. When I'm low, I still levitate. I'm eating, so I set a grace. Yeah, I was reading this on the the Grammy website. They had an interview with them on there. On the Grammy website. Yeah, like the Grammy Awards. Jesus. It's just a it's a written interview. But one of the questions they asked them was, How has the educational work influenced your own music? Mm Mm-hmm. And Truth was saying it makes us more consistent, more intentional, definitely. Everything that we speak has to be real. We can't be all, we over here doing this, we got money, da-da-da. Yeah. No, we're manifesting, working towards it, and to be heavily consistent in the spiritual is very vital. And uh, and then Cleva was talking about how it's like really hard to separate those things. We definitely have our own more adult content and the content that we are specifically give to our kids, but it's really still all in one and the same. Right. And like truth is saying, like anytime anybody fronts, it's like the most like 
cringy thing because it's like you're reaching, you know, and if you're and, and you're you're insecure, like all these things come out. You know what I mean? Like it's like the Kendrick, you ain't gotta lie. Like it's it's like and and yeah, it's like we're not gonna talk about things that aren't real to us, you know? Like right. we're not gonna we're gonna speak about our reality because that's the whole point of this. You know what I mean? It's not to like blow up on Instagram and, you know, talk all this shit that isn't actually the life we're living. For sure. And I'm not even knocking that too. Like I, I, you know, I like it all, but I also respect like having some sort of grounding, you know, which it seems like that's what truth is talking about in that. Yeah. Cause there's, there is like, there is some, there's a lot of gross shit that seems to take place influenced by social media when people are uh hyping up stuff that isn't real yeah yeah start yeah you know i just remember taking pictures of stacks of cash that aren't yours and yeah uh, i saw freddie gibbs call somebody out on that like a couple years ago it was like taking calls on your money phone but it's like not even yours he's like yeah you know like that's not like you know come on like it's like yeah it's just like cringy you know what i mean it's not even like it's just like damn it's like you get like sort of secondhand embarrassment or like you're you're also sort of like damn like that's where that's where we're at like where it's like that's already a losing game you know what i mean like if you're starting from like the foundation of like stretching the truth and shit like damn you even if you get successful with that like then you're just gonna have to live that (laughs) you know what i mean like it just seems exhausting you know and that's not just in hip-hop i I think this shit permeates all genres fucking can name so many that i won't name but uh, (laughs) (laughs) so many cats that i'm just like man but yeah man i just dig the authenticity of the the and the message and also like out like just like you you know finding out today that there's uh there's a lot of intentional and real work behind the music too like outside mm-hmm. of the music to this mm-hmm. uh this program that they're they're fronting and and have created makes it uh feel that much better to me yeah know? that this is like what they are about they're not they're not just like spreading the message through the music the music they're actually doing this this real work some grassroots not just like not real work music is real work too yeah no yeah that's not what i that's not what i meant i know i'm just giving you shit they're they're doing they're doing more work you know they're hitting it from different angles and seem to be really fucking committed to it yeah yeah so yeah what do you uh upon this thing what uh what what tune do you dig what do you want to maybe play it out with i don't know man i i like everything on this record you know but Mm -hmm. and we we've definitely uh we've touched on some of my favorite stuff already but i feel like gems might be a, a fun fun one to play it out with yeah Totally, man. I think we already Gems. talked about hands off. Or source code. 
any I mean, of we, those three. We talked about source code so much, so I feel like oh yeah, be, they've already heard be that. placed in there. That's right. That's right. So, okay, up to you. It's up to you. But before we bounce, uh, let's talk about uh, what you've been listening to. Anything lately? I know you. I, I put Dan onto three new records that he was going to choose for potentially uh, for this next whatever uh, episode twenty two. Oh yeah, uh, I sent you the Armani Caesar record. Dude, so good. The Liz. I, it was really hard for me to not select. Like I said, I would have picked all those records. I still will if you just yeah. like, want to do. I'll just do keep that them for the next three. You know, <laughs> but so I sent I sent Dan the Armani Caesar the Liz record. Yo. Who, Armani Caesar is an amazing MC from Buffalo, part of uh, Griselda, and uh, amazing. Uh, I sent you the Omu Sangare record. Uh, I don't know how to say it, Musulu or something. Um, she is a Senegalese singer, and I had a friend that was into her, and that's how I got hip back like maybe five, six, seven years ago. And her shit's really, a lot yeah. of her shit's very cool. If you have the space in your head or the time to just unplug and you want to have some sort of spiritual experience with music, I would tap into way. that for yeah. sure. You know, even if you, even if you got one time for one track to just isolate yourself from some other folks. Yeah. And, you know. If you O-U-M-O-U space yeah. S-A-N-G-A-R-E but the one that Dan plug into chose it. plug into it was uh, I don't even know how to say her name but it's Isabel Antenna Antenna is that how you say it though like yeah so and Antenna was its own band which I'm sure we'll we'll explore in the episode okay. but okay. Um, I don't Antenna know Antenna was a separate entity from when I was uh, checking this thing out but yeah, man, there's too many. There's when I was going through all of these records because I pretty much listened to all three of them front to back already. Cool. But when I when I heard the Antenna record for the second time, the Isabel Antenna record. Yeah, I yeah. just which is called En en Cavale. There's too many of these standout moments to me yeah. <laughs> where the band is just yeah. killing it. And I forget when this is from. Um, 1990. 1990, yeah. So this is like a weird... You'll hear the record next time. Feel free to listen to it, uh, you know, before. It's a really interesting record to be coming out in 1990. And yeah. it feels to me like it's got like some like electronic music stuff going on, but it doesn't, I don't think. Um it has some like some like city pop vibes of like Japanese music from the seventies and eighties. Uh, definitely some like bossa nova influence and some samba stuff from Brazil. It's just amazing, and I got hip to this through Rachel Lime, uh, who is an amazing artist, and who she sent me like a list of stuff she's been listening to, and this was one of the songs was on it, and I just was like, this is a vibe, and I just like listened to the whole record, and I was like, holy shit, so. You know, you just never know when it's going to hit you. And you're just like, oh, I have to listen to this whole record. And then you're just like, shit, I need this on vinyl, which it should be coming any day. I was looking for copies of that after listening. Yeah, to it. you got to get it on Discogs. But you're going to you got to be willing to pay. You got to pay shipping. You're going to yeah. pay like twenty five dollars for shipping. 
Yeah, I think I probably got it for like $50, 40 bucks maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was my birthday. Yeah, I'm excited to get into it though. I was, uh, yeah, I've I've listened to it. I listened to it a bit and just, I couldn't keep not going back to it. Yeah. This is the one. And I also feel like it's uh, something that was maybe off people's radar for that that time so i think I, I, yeah i don't even know check it out i need to do some research about like her you know i have no idea yeah i think it's just fun to like bring something that's completely oh she's french foreign to a lot of people yeah that'll be the second record in a row where we we touch on some french things for up uh, from your side because from we my the, side uh, yeah dots and loops also dots i just want to tell yeah. you that my experience like continues <laughs> to uh, be positive, especially yeah. as I was editing that episode. I almost put it in the intro that I was near. So you were like, "I take it back." <laughs> <laughs> near completely in love with that record, so yeah, that dude. continues to be a true statement for me. That every time and they I just listen repress to it, that. So get it yeah, while you can. I think I'm getting that one, and I'm getting the uh, catch up. Yeah, yeah, man. I think yeah. those are those are definitely on my list of things to get also want to give a RIP to the gift of gab, gift the MC gab yes. of black delicious, which was yes. one of those first underground hip hop groups for me that really, uh, really blew my mind. They were kind of second to Jurassic five mm-hmm. for me. So just tapping into yeah, that's a big deal man. there. And he, he was man, what a, what an incredible MC. Huge influence. Huge influence. RIP. And that's another amazing talent in the last year or something that's been, you know, moved on. So yeah, it's pretty bizarre. It does not last forever, it seems. That's what they say. So, so we're gonna get into that Isabella. Isabella. Isabel. We're gonna get into that Isabel antenna on volume twenty-two of this thing. I'll ask Twan how to pronounce it because she's French and he'll say it, and I won't be able to say it. And you know, sometime this week I will hit you with my selection of three records. I've been uh, slowly building it. There's a possibility that I'm going all 2001 records. Mmm, tight. Yeah. What a I think I think, I think I'm uh, I'm going straight. You know, nothing hip. Yeah, just maybe some records that like, I was into. Fucking dashboard in confessional. <laughs> fucking yeah. Seosin. Hey, that 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 there was a record that I was gonna put on my list, but I wasn't sure if you're completely familiar with. Um, Which one? How well do you know Jimmy World's Bleed American? Not really that well. Hmm. Not that okay. well. I'm okay. open minded. But Yeah, I know. That's I why I wanted I didn't want to put it on <laughs> I didn't want to put the list on. I didn't want to put that on the list if Right, right. Yeah, and I, I not sure that uh I would even expect for you to uh to you care. Just, I you actually just wanna like make me would. listen to a record and then hear me rip into it. <laughs> You want you want me to like a clickbaity episode? You want me to like destroy your favorite record of your childhood? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I would actually just prefer to talk about that record with somebody that that, likes that liked it. it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I know. 
that's what I'm going to do when you're unavailable for weeks of I dig records. I'm just going to bring other people on and select a record for us to do. Yeah. Bring Wes on and you guys can talk about all the fucking circa. And, Wes and is on my stuff. list to talk about, uh, you know, some bands in that, that oh, genre. Yeah. yeah. But I actually think that you would think that static prevails and clarity from Jimmy world are very cool records because they were such a, big influence for what's a can like what's a come in in emo mm-hmm. and yeah. pop punk in some ways so and you know i liked that third eye blind record that we did and i didn't know well i don't know if like is i don't i don't go back and listen to it but i grew right. to a, i grew to appreciate that record uh far more than i thought i would after the first listen and uh maybe that would happen you know yeah and i don't even know if bleed american is my personal top jimmy world one it's certainly up there and it's in the in you know in consideration but i do think it's kind of a perfect album okay wow and it's length and the songwriting is it's amazing so that might be coming in the list and and it's okay if you don't want to pick it Maybe and, I will. Uh, because High praise, I, though. I don't know. You might madden me on this one with I'm the, the batch that I that I hate you. And with. then you're gonna, but then you're gonna give me something that then you know, then it's whatever you want. So no, I don't. I don't think that's where it's at. We'll figure but it out. Who knows? Who knows? I'll put all the links in the episode notes. So shout, shout out, out to, to Mother Nature. Yeah. If you guys want to come on the cast, come on. We could talk Boat about House. the record. Talk about your process. Boathouse. The House productions as well. are, yes. are killer on this thing. So. Yeah, I would love to tap in about the uh, community work you're doing as well and just talk about hip-hop and your influences and who you're listening to right now. And more of the Chicago scene. Yeah, just exactly. The, just kind of that experience of uh, being surrounded by that and maybe growing up with it and whatnot. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, shout out to DistroKid for Distro uh, showing Kid. love, support, and sponsoring this episode. Yet another episode of I Dig Records. All those links will be in the episode notes, so you can tap into that for that 30% off your first year of service with DistroKid, making their already affordable prices even cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get that... Uh, I need to get the the sound. You need to set that on your sample. Yeah, yeah, I do need to put it in there. It's way more fun though, like kind of watching you stumble around to like try to get my phone on your phone and whatnot. Yeah, I just go to YouTube and type in fails a bunch. My buddy Ryan has uh, just an app that that has the air horn, which is also really dope. Yeah, (laughs) that's tight. I hope you didn't pay for that. Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it. It'd be tight if you did though. All right, man. I want to play it out with delivered. All right, cool. Off the Mother Nature and Boathouse record, Seasons. It's available on all the streaming services. Get after it. Keep digging records. If you're in the heat, keep your records as cool. Yeah, no direct sunlight. No direct sunlight. I got a Men I Trust record yesterday, and it's a little warped, but it still plays. Oh, man. Yeah, I got a record the other day, but I was actually here when it was delivered, so I was pretty pumped about it. Well, you know how for us it's like we go to that box like they put all the shit in like the oh, box yeah. it's like a shared mailbox and Real. then so your thing is just sitting in like a fucking 200 degree metal box so you just you know, so it goes it's still it's a different season all right man all right peace love you cousin like that
special Made investments, my miracles manifest in less than 60 seconds I speak it, but I don't question These are my divine directions The only sin is not believing in the presence The only end is letting go attach me to the heavens Now they basking in my essence Couldn't match me with nobody We got close, but chose the party Check my post, I might be godly Microdose to heal the body Drive, we do more.